So we've been talking about this concept called, and I'll watch the board in case this goes down anymore. So for th those who are with us this morning, thank you for sticking through it. We ended up last week in this world of the tension between, I want to be a giver and I want to go and be unconditional, but when am I going to, oh, but if I do that too much, people are going to take advantage. I'm going to be a rag, or as they say in Yiddish, a shmata. And how do I balance that? How do I balance being a giver and being able to constantly give in the right way, but at the same time, not having the world run, run all over me? So let's begin to play. Let's begin to really get into an under, underneath this idea. Because in many ways, this idea is of the most difficult and important journeys that we need to go on. Clearly, if you look at a lot of the spiritual wisdom that we have, the emulation of God is the highest form of tapping into who we are. And the emulation of God comes very much with how we treat other people. This whole concept that religion is only that in which we do for God is it's not really a very Jewish concept. Someone else's physical needs is our spiritual opportunities. Nestled within Jewish wisdom is the, is the value of kindness and connection and oneness with others. And a lot of how we grow spiritually is how we figure out how to be more like a giver. So how does it work? So let's delve. When we have the opportunity to give to somebody else. So the first level, of course, is the ability to give. There are people that don't give at all. There are people that don't know how to give and find that when they give, they're really, it's almost as if that as they're giving, like it hurts. Right. So if I give to you, there's like a little bit of a pain there. It was mine, time, thought, money, and now I'm giving it to you. So I have a hard time letting it go. Now, the way you make it easier for me to let it go is when you give something back to me. Appreciation, thanks, honor. And so I'm not really giving, I'm really exchanging. So if you think about it, when that person gives the charity to the organization, it's great they're giving. So let's go, let's just call it what it is, it's given. There are people that say, no, my money is in my own pocket, right? To be able to give to somebody else, it's my money. It belongs to me. It's my time. It belongs to me. So no, I'm not giving you. And there are people, we, we all know people like this, that have resources. They just don't want to give it to anybody else because it's theirs. They have ownership over it. So just giving it at all is a big deal. But when you give at that next level, which is great, and it's a great level to be on. And when I say levels, I don't mean like I'm not downplaying the levels. I'm saying, let's just call out the level where they are so that we can each, in our own way, walk up and down this staircase. 
as I go up to the next level and I give, if you will, and somebody gives me this huge plaque and honor, and if I'm doing it for the honor, then I'm not really giving at the highest level. I'm giving, but I'm really exchanging. You have honor. I have money. I give you the money. You give me the honor. This happens sometimes when you see people like when they, which is again, wonderful, but you see this sometimes you, um, when it comes to like um, group giving, you know, some guy gets up there and gives some money and then it becomes like a thing, like who can give more? It's great. And, And there are organizations that play this to their benefit, like really perfectly. They create an environment where like, you know, the, the definition of significance is based on how much you give in a specific time. So people, they compete. This happens sometimes in certain synagogues, they sell um, the honors of the synagogue. So sometimes you'll buy it because they want it. Some people buy it because they're competing. You know, you'd compete for art. You compete for, you know, the honor to get an aliyah. It better but get an aliyah than get art. But it's still exchanging. I'm exchanging what I have in my pocket for what you have in yours. So if you really think about giving from that perspective, you find that in our lives, we're doing this. We may not have started doing this, but we we can condition ourselves to be doing this. That I'm giving you, and in the beginning, I gave you because I just gave you. But as I get older, I've conditioned myself to give to you on the condition that you give back to me. So I'm going to give to you my spouse, my attention, and my nice words. But if you don't give them back to me by like 9.30 a.m., then like it's going to, I'm just shutting down for the day. I'm going to give you my parent, in-law, cousin, whatever, my graciousness. But if you don't give it back to me, it's over. Like, I'm not giving it to you. If you don't give me what I need, then I'm going to not give to you what I usually give to you. That may, that may not be how you started. right? I'm going to bring over a birthday present for you and make you feel good. But if you don't bring one over for me, when it's my birthday, I'm not bringing one over for you when it's your birthday. You see how this goes? That even if I were doing it just because it was the right thing to do, at some point, the giving becomes exchanging. It becomes my way of putting out into this world, but recognizing that when I put out into this world, I expect something in return. Now, this is better than not giving. So if you're doing it like this, just keep on doing. Like, don't stop doing. That's, this is the number, when we get into this world, like recognize, don't ever stop doing good. Even if it's for the wrong reasons. In Judaism, we have a concept, I'll say it in Hebrew and translate it. It's toch shelo lishma ba lishma. If you do something for the not ideal reasons, it'll be ideal one day. Don't ever stop giving for whatever reason. Just give. Don't ever stop doing for people. Just do. If at the end of the day, you're doing to exchange, better you do to get to exchange than you don't do at all. 
better that you're saying, good morning, honey, every morning than saying, you know what? I'll wait until I feel like I'm perfect before I can give. So this is a very good level. And this is a level we live on with lots of people. So that's great. But let's for a few minutes every day, push ourselves to see how much more I can become even for a few moments or for a few people. The next level up is not giving to, for an exchange. It's giving because what gives me the pleasure is not getting back an exchange from you. What gives me the pleasure is the ability to be a giver. Giving is what gives me meaning in this world. Now, the, if you're really with me, there is some level of exchange, right? It's be, just, that's between you and you, right? It's like, a, there is a selfishness to it a little bit. It's very thin, but let's not worry about that. It's okay to be selfish for good things, but there's, there, I know that who's, I know there are purists that are listening to this, that are going to pick up on this. But let's just put it to the side. Let's just delve into this category. Because if we do for maybe a day or two, maybe it'll open up some new pathway in our lives. When I'm giving to you, I am tapping into a piece of myself that makes me, me. Whatever I have in this world, I have because I'm channeling it out. Right, the, the new flow that comes into me every day was meant to be given out. So if I have something, really I have it to give it. The, the blessings that I have, the energy that I have, the spirituality that I have, really I have it not to keep it, but to give it. If you look at a pool of water that doesn't run, ultimately it starts to create bacteria. In Israel, there is two large bodies of water. One is the Kinneret, which is the top of Israel that flows down the water. And one is the Dead Sea, which is in the bottom of Israel that is really at the lowest point in the world. The Kinneret water is sweet and the Dead Sea is salty. And the reason, at least symbolically, or even literally, that the Kinneret is something as a river that flows. And when you flow out your water, the water is sweet. And that the Dead Sea is the receiver. When you receive without ever giving, you become salty. When you receive without giving, you become less of who you possibly can be. You see this with people a lot. When they receive too much without giving, they become spoiled a little bit. They're wonderful people, but you can almost sense there's something that's not living in the ideal. They're getting and getting and getting and getting, and they're never asked to give. I have friends of mine. Well, they're older than me that are fabulously wealthy, that are terrified of destroying their children. And one of the greatest bits of advice they got was if you're gonna give your kids wealth, 
well, you better make sure you give your kids the ability to give. Because if they receive too much resources in their lives without being asked to give, they're going to spoil. They're going to spoil. They're not going to know how to navigate life. They're not going to know what the purpose of life is. But if you're giving, if you're in a constant flow, if you are the body of water that is always feeding and sustaining and giving life and energy to others, you are, you yourself are sweetening. So the concept of giving is actually the the greatest way we can ensure living a meaningful life. So then we need to give more than they need to receive. That's a concept that we have to understand. And it's a concept that teachers and parents, they understand well. More than the child needs to receive, the giver needs to give. And when somebody can't give, there's a pain there. There's a pain that people have if they're, they want to give, but they can't. You see, sometimes as parents, as kids get older, they want to give their kids advice and wisdom, but they have to let them grow up. You see this a lot of times as, as people are trying to give advice or uh, you see people in their world, in this world that want to be givers. You see this even when, when just sort of naturally, when a child is born, the mother wants to give the child sustenance. And if the child can't for some reason take it, there's a pain that the mother feels. And the reason is because there's a certain pain that we experience when we can't be given because naturally that's who we are. The ability to be giving is itself a blessing. And so as we start to grow up these, grow up the ladder here, we start to realize that the greatest stance that I can be in is the stance of giving. I have to do it right. I, gotta do, I have to do it smart. But if you think about it, the greatest gift I can get in my life is not the exchange of what you give me for my gift, but the greatest gift I can get in my life is the ability to be a giver. There's a wonderful woman who's listening, who is a real giver, who has been, because of not her fault, in it, on the receiving end for a while. And for weeks, she's been emailing me and I can see her pain not for what she's suffering with, as much as the fact that she has to receive from everybody because she gets it, she sees it. And so as we talk about this level of what we're trying to get to now, this tension point between being an unconditional giver and getting taken advantage of, we have to understand that Really, if we think about it and we hone on it and we spend a little bit of time on it, we don't run through this. We realize if we sort of think about it and try to think about this for a few minutes today, if we sort of think about it, really, the greatest moments that we have and the times where our lives are the most meaningful 
the times where we have this addictive sense of whatever I'm doing right now is amazing. If you really take a moment to ask yourself, what are those moments that just categorically feel much more fulfilling and meaningful? Where am I at my best? Where am I at my most connected? What gives me the greatest quality of life? If you really look at your own life, I believe you will find that it's those moments where you feel that you are being a giver. That feeling of making a difference, that feeling, as someone just wrote, as volunteering, the feeling that you can be helping and you are helping. You're, you're taking what you have and you're sharing with somebody else. Once you're in that state of sharing, of giving, you're hitting a flow that feels different than when it stops and the exchange takes place and it comes back. All right, we'll continue this. Because as we start to understand this, we'll start to put ourselves, I hope, into a stance in which we see that the greatest way you can give is unconditionally. And if you do it correctly, no one's going to take advantage of you. All right, we'll talk about it again. I apologize for the earlier technical difficulties. Try to figure out why that happened. And we'll be back in business by mañana. Have an incredible, incredible day. Think about it. Watch it today. Watch the giving today and see how it feels. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.